It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. It is the middle of the working week. It is Wednesday, June the 21st. And a couple of days ago we heard from Karen a a listener in Wollongong asking that RBA question that Warren Hogan was able to answer and a reminder that if you've got any questions or suggestions that you would like to give us you can email us at myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com that is myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com Now talking of economists this morning we have got another economist who knows plenty about the property market and that is Cameron Murray from the University of Sydney where he is a property economist. He lives, eats and breathes property for breakfast and welcome back uh, Cameron to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Terrific, thanks for having me. And I understand that you had a building mate of yours that headed off to an auction a few days back and was really beaten back by the competition. What happened? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, I, obviously a lot of my, my friends and network are in the property industry and, and one particular mate is a, a spec builder and is, uh, does a few projects here and there and was really asking me, is it a good time to buy another block? Uh, you know, I, I can sense it's a bit risky out there. And uh, he went to, to an auction and there were 20 bidders unexpectedly. And it went for about 15% more than anyone thought going in. In fact, the first bid knocked out about 16 of the bidders. He immediately called me and said, what's going on? <laughs> I, I, I thought we were in a bit of a lull in the property market, but it seems like people are back and they have plenty of money to spend. Yes, they are back all right and that's one of our talking points this morning and we will come back to Cameron and talk more about that next. From buying strategies, a fluctuating market, the importance of data, geographical differences, confidence in the market, rental yields. Stay informed every morning from 6am. Well, Australia is experiencing, as we know, an historic housing shortage with some areas seeing no problem properties for sale in the past year. Domain reported that the Barossa, York and Mid-North regions in South Australia have had no listed units, while the West Australian Southern Outback has over 90% fewer houses listed than in 2022. They say, Domain, that the scarcity is causing challenges for both buyers and sellers, as sellers hesitate to list their properties without a suitable alternative and that really is the underlying problem. If you can't find a place to move to after you sell yours, you are going to stay put and that is what's happening in the market at the moment. Let's see what's happening with your birthday if you're celebrating for today, June the 21st. Happy birthday to you. You're sharing it with actor Chris Pratt. He's turning 43. Juliet Lewis, the American actor and also a singer. She's turning 49. And Prince William, the Duke 
of Cambridge. He is celebrating his 40th birthday. Where have those 40 years gone? Happy birthday to Prince William. Stay ahead of the competition with the latest news, insights and data analysis on the property podcast that keeps you informed. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's check on your weather on this Wednesday. First we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Expecting sunshine with 17 as your forecast high. Expect sunny weather in Melbourne today. Temperature just a little bit on the cool side with 12 degrees. Brisbane blue skies with 21. And we didn't quite get the clean sweep, unfortunately. Perth expecting part cloudy skies, maybe a shower or two, and your top of 17. Grab your weekly dose of inspiration to help build a real estate portfolio. We talk to the best in the business every day. First home buyers, we've got tons of them that listen to the podcast every morning. Where are a couple of really hot suburbs for first time buyers? Where should they be looking at to get into the market in Canberra? Canberra is a good area if they're looking to buy a house. I think that in terms of apartments at the moment, all of the suburbs are presenting very well in terms of pricing because the pricing has pulled back a little bit. Lynham is another good area. Know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And we are back this morning talking to Cameron Murray from the University of Sydney where he is a property economist and before the break, Cameron was telling us about his building friend who completely got destroyed by the sound of it at the auction. Mm. And, and this is the point, isn't it, Cameron? Because since bottoming out around the 7th of February, I think is the, the date that they were saying that things were bottoming out, dwelling values have risen by 3.7% across the five major cities and things are moving and not sort of going backwards. Yeah, it's a really strange uh, time. And what's interesting also is this is a global trend. Australia is really synced up in the cycle with what's happening in the US and Canada and Europe. And, and a lot of the, the talk coming out of Canada, for example, is that the last couple of months have seen a return of buyers. So yeah, it's, it's a really interesting one. And, and I've been reading a lot about historical property cycles. One of the characteristics of those historical cycles is that the last few years seem to defy interest rates. It's almost like the yield doesn't matter anymore. And it's just uh, uh, almost a, a herd mentality of getting in and trying not to be the last man standing, so to speak. So I, I do worry, having read all about <laughs> historical cycles, that is there anything to stop uh, Australia, Canada, the US having uh, a similar blow-off phase the next couple of years? I, I'm just really not sure anymore. Do you think that Philip Lowe, like you, has been diving into the historical data just to sort of remind himself how these are not unprecedented times? Yeah, uh, probably not. That's that's not a, <laughs> a typical thing most economists do. We think about equilibrium and everything being stable and being able to you know tweak things here and there and, and not there being a, a greater cyclical force both in the macro economy and, and the property market. So I don't think so, but I do think he's he's wary of seeing prices rise again. And I think there's a, almost a psychological game going here as well. You know, monetary policy requires people to respond 
threatened by not further speculating on property and, and postponing investment decisions. That's, that's how we get reduced spending and lower inflation. And he needs to sort of play that psychological game of, well, you, you might think I paused or that interest rates are coming down, but they're not. I really, really want you to you know stop bidding up houses and, and delay your investments for a while. So I do suspect he will follow the path uh, in the US and globally. And so if the US central bank is playing a similar game, we will follow suit for another 12 months or how, however long this sort of rising property market and this, this booming economy Yeah, Cameron, I said the other day that Sydney saw the highest growth with 4.8% increase in house prices over the quarter. The turnaround seems to, like what you're saying, has defied the economy. And as an economist, Where do you see this going next? I I mentioned also that we've got people in the market trying to get into the market and with the last rate rise by the RBA, it's almost definite now, I think, that next month for July we're going to see another rise and that really just starts to sort of play on the mind of those people trying to borrow money and move into the housing market because they start to think, gee, what is likely to happen next? Yeah, so there's a few yeah, a few points you've touched on. So I definitely think first home buyers are going to be knocked out by rising rates uh, for, for a couple of reasons. One, they rely on their income and their serviceability uh, as a way to get into the market. And with much higher rates and serviceability buffers at 3% above, that's going to knock a lot out. Secondly, uh, there was a boom in first home buying during COVID and even the couple of years before when interest rates had been lowered and homeowners got a, a better interest rate deal after the Royal Commission. So we had a big boom in first home buying for a few years. So there's a bit of an overhang of that. Like there's, a, there's only a limited pipeline of people ready to be first home buyers. So I think that's what's going to happen. And therefore, you know, investors will be dominating uh, this next part of the cycle for sure. We are also now in a historically normal period where interest rates are around twice the gross yield of housing. So for example, if you're getting a a 4% yield, the top of the market is usually where the mortgage interest rate is around 8%. And so that indicates to me, we might have a little bit to go. Yields on housing did rise in, in the last 12 months, both because prices fell in 2022 and rents increased quite dramatically. You know, this period is not unlike 2006 and seven. It is not unlike 1986 to 88, where interest rates are much higher than yields. And, and this type of situation can last a couple of years. I'm not sure I'm expecting property to turn, you know, it's just turned around from a, a small decline. I'm not sure I'm expecting it to turn around from this, this growth period just yet. And then, of course, the really bizarre point to make about this whole property cycle is COVID because we've never had that before. Yeah, so I think COVID was a, a weird one. We got a lot of first home buying because people could use their super and, and take advantage of 2% fixed interest rate mortgages for a period. The people you know, didn't have things to spend money on. Their overseas holidays all got cancelled. Um, so you know, people definitely took advantage of that. One of the legacies of that period as well is that there's just a lot of extra money floating around the economy and people still need to park it somewhere whether it's in the share market or the property market. That's why I, I, I unfortunately think uh, we might be in for another a boom period of, of 18 months, possibly longer. 
And just to finish up, Cameron, and going back to, you know, the 1986, 87, 2007 cycles, the rental market, I mean, it's just not going to alleviate itself in the foreseeable next 12 to 18 months, I think. Well, rents did rise in 2006, uh, and and then were stable for a decade. If we look at the US, for example, rents were rising at 16% per year 12 months ago. They've gone up 0% in the last 12 months on average across the United States. So I suspect Australia is just a little out of sync with that. We've, we're having a big rental adjustment. And I think in terms of rents, we always forget that rents actually started declining in 2017 for, for nearly three years prior to COVID, then declined a lot during COVID, especially in Sydney and Melbourne. And so there's really a lot of catching up to do just to get to that normal rent to income ratio that was stable for so long. You know, for example, 12 months ago, it was true that rents were rising at their fastest pace ever in Sydney, but also true that the level of rents was below what it was in 2017. Yeah, we will see an end to this rental adjustment at the end of this year. I think Australia might drag it out a little bit because of our high immigration. But again, that, that, we adjust to that over time as well. So I'm thinking in 2024, rents will be much more stable. All right. Well, we will wait and see, and that's all we can do at the end of the day. We can talk about it, but we've got to wait and see when the actual correction is going to take place. Cameron, great to chat to you again. Enjoy your Wednesday and look forward to catching up soon. Terrific. Talk again soon. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 